Welcome to my world. I'm your host, Kevin Rutherford. It is Monday, December 11th, and we are here live. Today's going to go fast. I'm only doing an hour today. I am on the road heading home. I have another stop today, but, uh, well, tomorrow, actually. A lot has happened since uh, our last show on Thursday. Um, Pick up the phone and join me. It is a free-for-all today, and I'm going to go to the calls here fairly quickly because I don't have a lot, and we've only got an hour today. So jump in. The number to join us, 319-527-6791. You can also use the call now button on your app. That will get you right in. It is a free-for-all. Jump in and join us, but you better do it quick. Today's show is going to go fast. So uh, Friday last week, I did not do a live show because I was in the Nest training at Nastic. That is their new entrance survival training. And it's required, I believe it's still, if you have less than five trucks, or you don't have your authority. It's a really good class. I've heard a lot about it. A lot of people are upset that they have to go when they're required to go. Almost everybody is happy that they've gone afterwards. What, What you learn is that people join Nastic for the fuel card and their fuel program really is just about the best in the business. Um, great discounts, great locations, that's what people get excited about Nastic for, but Nastic has so much more. It, uh, honestly, after seeing, and I, I spent more than just Friday. Uh, Friday was just kind of the culmination for me. I was in Nashville for almost two months, and I spent a lot of that time with David Owen and the team at Nastic and going through all the programs at Nastic. Um, I will honestly say this now, um, and this is a pretty strong endorsement coming from me. I can't imagine why anybody with less than 50 trucks would have their own authority or run a small fleet and not be a part of Nastic. I really can't imagine why you would do it. it, The programs they have are top-notch. There were even a couple programs I thought I was going to have some conflict with. I know they have a... um, a CPAP program, and I'll, I'm not going to talk about it today, but at some point I'll talk about why uh, it's the best. I, I, I hate the whole CPAP thing. I think it's nothing but a big money grab in trucking. I think if you're a driver, you should stay away from that program. Uh, the FMCSA is about to make that worse again. In fact, I spent uh, a couple hours with David the other day. David was drafting a letter uh, to the FMCSA about the changes they're trying to make right now and how they're basically illegal, but they may do it anyway. Um, Again, I'm not going to talk a lot about it. They do have a CPAP program. It's very different from anything else I've ever seen. They also have a factor, which I think people know how I feel about factoring. Uh, I thought I was just going to basically have to avoid those two programs or talk about why, you know, my opinion on them. Uh, Their factoring is even very interesting and unusual. It's a different program in in good ways. But again, it's not going to change my opinion on factory. And I'm not going to change my opinion on CPAP. Um, Those are just two of their programs. But they were two I thought I might have a little bit of a conflict with. I really don't, though, after seeing them. Um, But again, it doesn't change my opinion about either service. They've got a lot of other great uh, programs that uh, I'm you know, not really interested in because they're compliance. But if I had my authority, I'd absolutely be in that program just so I wouldn't have to worry 
about compliance. They, uh, they can actually train you on the drug testing program they have. They can train you no matter how small your company is. They can train you to be an on-site collection center. That really makes it a lot easier on your driver. So um, I'm not going to spend a lot of time talking about it today. We've already got some calls coming in. Um, so let, we'll get to those here in a couple minutes. Jump in and join us. It's going to go fast today. So it looks like I got out of Nashville just in time. Friday night, um, I, we also had a great turnout of Fockers. And it was funny because David referred to them as Fockers all day long. Um, it was a it was a good day. I didn't get a chance to spend time with all of them like I had hoped I would. Friday went really fast right after the um, well the, the meeting wasn't even completely over and um, David and I and, and Brent had to go up to the conference room for another meeting. And then David and I went straight from there to dinner to wrap up a couple things before I left. So I didn't get a lot of time to spend with anybody like I had hoped. Um, so I went to bed fairly early Friday night, got up at four in the morning, hit the road. And the first 24 hours of my uh, trip home was very successful. I got in a little over a thousand miles in the first 24 hours. Yeah, I know. No logbook. Uh, I made it from Nashville to Ogallala, Nebraska in the first 24 hours. So more than halfway to Boise. I thought I had a great, uh, great start. I was way ahead of the game. And I got up. Uh, oh, I didn't go to bed till almost three in the morning. Uh, I guess that would have been Saturday morning. No, Sunday morning. Uh, and I got up and started driving. Unfortunately, the winds, even in Nebraska, were horrendous. Uh, when I got to Wyoming, they got really bad. And then it got down to the point where uh, 75 mile per hour gusts, 45 mile an hour steady winds. The trucks were crawling, so trying to get around them up the hills was interesting. It was, everybody was having a hard time staying in their lane. Um, I was getting three and a half miles to the gallon in fuel mileage. The winds were so strong. And then when... Uh, when the wind started ripping the awnings off the side of the, it would unroll the whole awning. And I have four big awnings on this coach. It's like 40 feet of awning on each side. And the wind got under it and would roll them out about three feet. I could see it in my mirrors. And then they would slam back in. And I thought, okay, that's not good. We're going to tear an awning off here and I'm going to be stuck. So... Uh, unfortunately, I wasn't in the greatest spot to stop, but I had to stop. I was up the top of the pass there at, uh, oh shoot, what's the name of that little town? It's famous in Wyoming because it only had one resident. The population was one. And then he moved or died or something. I forget what happened to him, but the population I think now is zero. Um, luckily, I found a little, there, there's a little convenience store there. It's the only thing in, uh, oh, why am I drawing a blank on the name? Um, Buford. Buford, Wyoming. So there's a little convenience store there, and there was a uh, like a DOT Quonset hut kind of building in another shed, and I was able to tuck in between those two and get mostly out of the wind. The uh, awnings were still banging around. Actually, yesterday just wore me out. I was there from, oh, I don't know, around noon, I guess, um, until about five this morning, and just getting 
pounded by the wind the whole day. Couldn't go out, couldn't really do anything. Um, luckily, my Starlink held up to the wind, and I had internet all day. So I got a little bit of work done, watched a little bit of TV, took some naps. But I ended up uh, feeling worse this morning when I woke up than I did yesterday. So I got in a couple hours of driving this morning. I think I've got about eight hours or so left to Boise. I'm at the uh, Bitter Creek Rest Area westbound of Wyoming. Uh, what is this, about the 100-mile marker maybe? I don't know. So uh, today's going to go quick. I need to get back out on the road. i got to get some miles in. I've got some things to do before tomorrow. And then tomorrow in Boise, I'll be speaking to the sales team at truckstop.com. I have no idea what I'm talking about. Um, I should probably think about that today. And then um, I'm about uh, seven, seven and a half hours from home from there. So, yeah, we'll probably spend the night uh, tomorrow night in Boise. Depends on um, what happens after the meeting. Normally, they, uh, they want to go out to dinner. So at that point, I'll probably spend the night, get up early and uh, start heading home. I guess it would be Wednesday morning. I am doing the show all week, as far as I can tell. So we will have the power hour tomorrow. Hopefully I'll get to a place where I can... Uh, I'm really hoping I, um, I just have enough energy and motivation left to get into Boise tonight. And then uh, I'll probably get an RV park if I get close to Boise tonight. Then I can get up in the morning, get a little bit of work done, do the show. And then um, my presentation at truck stops after lunch. So we'll see how that all goes. I'm going to get to the phones. Do I have anything else from this weekend? I, I'm going to be talking about um, Nastic and a lot of what's going to be going on uh, from now on. Uh, it looks like we've worked out any of the conflicts we may have had. We had uh, several long meetings about what we might uh, be doing with software. But it looks like we will be moving forward on some fairly big projects with Nastic. Our... our our mission at Nastic is to really kind of help them create a one-truck model. They, they really don't deal in that world right now. They, they really uh, don't do a lot with um, fleets under 10 trucks. But over the years, we've sent them a lot of uh, smaller fleets. And now we're going to start working on a... Uh, a Nastic-like program for that five truck and under group. All right, I'm going to get to the calls. They're starting to come in. If you want to jump in, you better do it quick. It's going to go fast today. 319-527-6791. Let's go to Nebraska to get started. Grant, good morning. Good morning. Uh, I thought of another thing while I was listening to your open. Um, have you talked to David in Nashville after the tornado hit Hendersonville? Is I, he close to there? He lives in Hendersonville, and that's where I've been parked. So I got out of there within, uh, you know, about 24 hours of all that happening. So I have not talked to David since then. Gotcha. Because I have a couple of friends from the, the entertainment world that are based out of Hendersonville, and sounds like it was a big mess. But as yeah. far as everybody that I know is all right. Sure was. It looks like Hendersonville got hit hard and then Clarksville where Fort Campbell is. Yeah. Um, so I've listened to you for a long time, serious, and then the app, and I decided on Black Friday, shit and get off the pot instead of uh, just not doing anything. So I signed up for coaching. Uh, I bought a gift card to get started with supplements and all that and change how it feels. 
Good. Um, is there some place on the website that describes the the bulletproof coffee and the 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 the, the, the regiment of the cardio miracle and all that? How to get it, started? You know, there is a video somewhere about making NDK coffee. Um, I can walk you through it pretty quick, and then you can just come back and listen to this recording if you want, because it's easier than trying to find it sometimes. Um, that works here, for me. Here's, here is the—I I like to start off with the base of NDK coffee, which is really just the original Bulletproof coffee recipe. The original Bulletproof coffee was two tablespoons of butter and two tablespoons of coconut oil. So— that's really it. And then you just blend it. And you, you have to blend it because it's a lot of fat and it will separate if you don't. So a stick blender, um, even those little okay. cheap, you know, $10 electric stirrers will, will do it. Then from there, I like to make sure I get my light balance put in a capful or two. Lately, it's been two. Okay. The NDK uh, vitamin D and K drops. I always put those in for my daily dose of vitamin D. And then you can put collagen, uh, that kind of stuff. We've got some flavored collagens if you want flavored coffee. Uh, that's the basic recipe. Every now and then I'll throw another supplement in, in there depending on what I'm doing. But that's pretty much the recipe. If, uh, if you're worried about your fat digestion the first couple days, you might want to try one tablespoon of butter and one tablespoon of coconut oil just till you get used to it. It's a lot of fat first thing in the morning for some people. And then the, the and other... the coconut oil is the brain octane? I prefer brain octane, and that's what I use in mine, but I didn't bring enough with me on this trip, so luckily I had a big tub of coconut oil. So either one, they're interchangeable. Brain octane okay. will produce ketones faster, so you can kind of okay. feel the brain octane. It, it you know, my brain clears right up and energy levels go through the roof. Some people don't handle brain octane well. It's really hard on their stomach and their digestion. So if you're going to use brain octane, I would start off your first time with a teaspoon of brain octane and see how you feel. Okay. And then the cardio miracle does it is... taste like coconut? Um, brain octane does not taste like anything at all. So if you use brain octane, Good. you won't taste coconut. If you use pure coconut oil, you probably will taste coconut. All right, brain octane it is. Yeah, okay. Um, and then Cardio Miracle is really simple. Just follow the label. Two, it, 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 okay. one, one scoop to make your drink, two drinks a day as a serving. I don't always do two a day. I always do one a day, but um, maybe about half the time I do two a day. Gotcha. And you can mix that with, because uh, you talk, I'd listened before, you mixed it with, oh, like some apple cider vinegar or something to help. Yeah, I, I make mine support. with just water, but then I put apple cider vinegar in it. Like, a, I don't even measure it. I just put a big pour in there. Um, that okay. was, that. the only reason I started doing that was the taste. Cardio Miracle is just too gotcha. sweet for me. I, I can't take gotcha. sweet very well. So the uh, the apple cider vinegar makes it taste really good. It's a nice balance. And then apple cider vinegar every day is good for you anyway. Gotcha. Um, do you have time for one more question? or you get going? I do. No, go ahead. So is it true that mint is going away? Mint is going uh, away. Yeah. Um, Intuit is just um, shutting it down. I don't know what the dates are. 
I haven't really read the articles about it. They want you to move to Credit Karma, which is their app, and they bought Credit yep. Karma. Um, I haven't even looked at it yet. I, I've been too busy, so I, I haven't looked at Credit Karma. Um, haven't looked at their app. They say the transition will be easy, so we'll see. Because I, I don't have anything. Uh, I was going to get started, start getting health in order, start getting per- personal finances in order. I'm a company driver, so there's no business expenses, but eventually I would like to be an owner-operator. Um, and I saw Dave Ramsey has come out with some kind of program app, something. Um, um, so I just didn't know if you had uh, and rather, rather, rather than just blindly jump over to Credit Karma, and that's why I haven't done it yet. I haven't had time. I am going to go look at the other options out there. I know there are several apps I've seen that do all the same things. I would have stuck with Mint forever if they would have left it alone. Uh, but now that it's going away, I'm going to go do the research again, and I'll take a look at Dave Ramsey's. All right. I've listened to his books, and so I'm going to start doing that. Excellent. Uh, just to, I'm, I'm really good at if something I want is there, I'm just like, well, I'm just going to go buy it. I like stuff, uh, I guess, but yeah. I, need to, I need to stop that and yeah. start saving up for the future. There you go. Well, it sounds like 2024 is going to be a great year for you. Got a lot of good stuff going on. I hope so. All right. Hope we'll so. Keep it up Thank and you. check problem. in. You're welcome. Let's, uh, let's go to Las Vegas. Ron, good morning. Hey, Kevin. I'm going to try not to come out of here and the prophet Joel Salatin, that's who I want to talk about. I'm, a, I'm all in for going to the Rogue Food Conference again this year. That was the best place I went all Good. last year. So Good. I'd, uh, like, I'd like to get there, too. i got to check my schedule and see if we can make that work. Yeah. Did, did anybody ever send you a video of a guy playing a mandolin singing a song from there? No. I'd like to see it, though. No. Because last year, I asked different people to video me, because I don't do any tech. I don't do any screen. Oh, got it. You're you're like David Owen. Except for your app, so I can listen to your show. Well, thank you. No, nobody sent me that video. I'd love to see it, though. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll do something else. Maybe I'll see you there. I, I'm I'm going there. I'm bringing my violins. I'm bringing my ukuleles. I'm uh, probably more than just that, but uh, I'm doing truck-friendly musical instruments. Oh, nice. You know, that are smaller than, like, a guitar. Yeah, yeah. Guitar. So what are the dates yeah. for that event? Uh, well, okay, last year it was the... Uh, 15th to the 17th of May. I'm not sure what it is this year, but it's yeah. going to be in the middle of May, I'm sure. Man, that's a tough time for me. The garden is in yeah. full swing at that time of year. Yeah. Mm. So anyway, when I talked to you last time, you said I was unhinged. It was, okay, my Chinatown band, <laughs> okay, I didn't play anywhere. I just promoted it. I went to Apex, FEMA, the Mecham Auction, a risk on 360 conference. And that's what I want to talk about. I, and one day I saw Wayne, Wayne Allen Root, um, RFK Jr. Wow. And Tucker Carlson. Heard them all. That's quite a day. And that's the first. 
Yeah, it was the first time I heard Tucker since he left Fox News. He's he's quite a different guy. Yeah, he is. He really is. Yeah. He, you know, he, yeah. he, he actually he seems he a little more laid back to me, a little more calm. That, and uh, he doesn't live in D.C. anymore, and he's like, Kind of like shell shock. This what he said. It was funny. He said, "Since I left D.C., I went back once." And he said, "I just couldn't do it." He said, "It. It's like watching obese people have sex. You just can't do it." <laughs> That's a good line. <laughs> yeah. So, so anyway, I went there. I heard a bunch of speakers, you know, guys that were, you know, billionaires, they had big companies and all that. And um, you could, it was small enough you could talk to them and all that. Nice. And I wanted to spread my morning routine of playing the mandolin for five hours straight before you did anything. Like this morning, I got up really early so I could get my five hours in because I knew I was going to call you. So anyway, I uh, I was spreading the word on that, and one of the doctors that was there uh, that told me he had his blood test thing, and he he talked about longevity and all that, and he went to see what my blood looked like. So I uh, um, he I gave him a, he he took a sample, one of wet, one of dried, and looked at it on the computer. And he said, "Well, you have a you're definitely have on a high fat diet." And I said, "Yeah, for about ten years now." Because you know when you're talking about bulletproof coffee, yeah. I've been to put more than two scoops of coconut oil and stir it with a stick blender, and that's all. Just loading it up with as much coconut oil okay. as I can, and that's it. And that's how. I mean, he looked right at my blood, and he, he said, you're on a high-fat diet. It was obvious. And uh, then he got me go out talking, and I, I told him, well, uh, it, it, or they, I started talking about carnivore. I said, listen, I said, we're being set up for a famine, and, it let, and it's, it's these guys that tell you don't eat meat. You're going to get everybody on vegetables and then starve us. Yeah, I, I said that's going to happen. I said that's what they're trying to do. And, you know, uh, this guy's a little nuts. <laughs> but I don't care. <laughs> it does seem like, I don't care. It does seem I like there's an awful lot of evidence that that's time. what they're trying to do. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but... But those people that say don't eat red meat for all those stupid reasons are wrong because just like you say, you could you could live on an all meat diet a lot easier than a lot and a lot be a lot healthier than an all vegetable diet any 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 kind. I've, I've done them it both, and it's what, not even where close. Where you get the vegetables? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, hey, I actually don't. I live on a yeah cult yogurt diet. <laughs> okay, so then, then while I had the doctors there, <clears throat> I uh, I took my shirt off and showed them my tat. When you look at my bare chest, my left 
arm is way more developed. My uh, left pack is obviously bigger than the right one. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, you, I, I, I tell them it's from eating the Yakult yogurt and playing the mandolin for five hours straight. <laughs> I said, that's how I got it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> and he said, he said, well, you know, you could, could lift weights or something with your other arm. I said, Hey, I want, I did this myself, man. I, you know, this is bad. My, I like my one big pectoral muscle. <laughs> there you go. So anyway, he, uh, I, I get all these, my mind gets, I get clarity on everything in the morning from not using screens and playing my mandolin five hours a day. That's quite a way to start the day. And I solved this, I solved this great mystery, Kevin. Okay. You know, back in the 60s, when the Beatles came over here and all those girls were screaming, you know, you, you've seen the films, right? Right. Uh, the, the women screaming like like nuts, man. <laughs> you know what they're screaming about? What? They wanted their eggs fertilized by a musician. There you go. That's right. I, I solved that mystery. Oh, it, 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 hey, if you wanted me to play on the air, I'm ready. If you want, it's up to you. I'll just start playing, and you cut it off anytime you want. Go ahead. Go ahead. Hit it. Okay. Okay. Here, just give me a split step. This is this is actually pretty easy to do. Okay. This song, it doesn't have any. It's in a what they call public domain. It's the name of the song is "Rivers of Babylon," but the words are from Psalm 137 in the public domain, and God owns the rights to this song. So every time somebody gets, every time somebody plays it, they actually get paid. But God doesn't have deal with money, so you get things money can't buy. There you go. Rivers of Babylon. Thank you for uh, the beautiful serenade. Quality sounds a little less than ideal coming through a phone, but uh, the playing was pretty awesome. So 
Thank you for that. We'll let you go longer, but uh, we got a short show today. Jump in and join us. 319-527-6791. It is a free-for-all. I'll either quit this when we run out of calls or uh, in another 30 minutes, whichever one happens first. Let's go to Illinois. John, welcome to the program. How are you doing, Kevin? Uh, thank you very much. It was nice meeting you this uh, last Friday, and I really enjoyed my time at the conference. Thank you for the recommendation. And I'm wondering if you got into uh, peaks and valleys at all on your trip. I have not. I was. Um, I decided that I needed a break from thinking, and Patricia Cornwell <laughs> just released her latest Case Garpetta novel, so I've been listening to that, and I got to tell you, I'm, ah. I'm a little disappointed. I'm going to finish it. I've got like um, three hours left, maybe two and a half, three hours left, and I'm going to finish it, but I'm a little disappointed. This is not up to her usual level of, of writing. This one, uh, it doesn't move very fast. It's not all that exciting. There's only one storyline. I don't know. I'm not sure what she did this time. Yeah. Well, it was really great meeting you and Brent and uh, hanging out there at the conference. Um, one question I did not get around to asking you is, what are those hacks that you put the food in inside the, for the sous vide machine? Um, a lot of people use vacuum seal bags like you get with all the vacuum right. seal food systems. I don't like that because they're plastic. So I actually use silicone yep. bags. You can get them at Amazon. Okay. They have them in all different sizes. Now, the difference is the silicone bags are reusable. You wash them and reuse them. They're really, right. really thick, and you don't vacuum seal those. Right. You just stick whatever, yeah, the, 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 what, the meat what or whatever. For, yeah. I want to try to get it. Move my way away from plastic. It's uh, going to be a long uphill battle, but I'll get there. It is. So. We Plastic has just invaded yeah. everything. And I've been working on it, moving away from plastic for several years, and I still haven't gotten completely away. When I travel like this, I end up using even more plastic just because glass is such a hassle on the road. But uh, I'm, I'm trying to get away from plastic as much as possible. All right. Well, thank you very much for your time. I really enjoyed this last uh, last Friday and uh, looking forward to learning more from the radio show. Absolutely. Thanks for the call. It was great to meet you. Uh, when I had talked about not having my X3 with me, I came back from dinner that night and there was an X3 bar all bagged up and just right there by my door to the coach. So John had left it for me so I could use it that next morning, which was pretty great. Thanks for that, John. Then he uh, came over and helped me get my satellite down at the end of the night. So, like I said, I, I wish I would have had more time to spend with everybody that was there. It was just Friday went so fast, and then uh, I really needed to get out of there. I'm glad I did. Um, after, the, after I get off the air today, I'm going to make a quick check on uh, David and the rest of the people that... Um, Nastic. The the Nastic office is not very far from Hendersonville. It's right there at the line, Gallatin. Um, so I'm going to call and see if everybody's doing all right there. We've got um, lines open if you want to jump in right now. If not, I, I'm going to my last call right now. And uh, today's one of those days where I'll probably just wrap it up if I run out of calls. 319 527 6791. Give me a call. Let's go to 
South Carolina. Terrence, welcome. What's up, Kev? So uh, real quick on those bags. So that, it'll just say silicon bags. Will it just give a description for like uh, sous vide or is it just silicon cooking bags? They probably just say silicon cooking bags. Some of them might say for sous vide because a lot of people use them for okay. that. But they're fairly easy to find. They come in a bunch of different sizes. And... All right, cool. So I got a question about hemoglobin. Uh, so Liam went and did some uh, blood work on Thursday, was it Thursday or Friday? Thursday or Friday, I forget. And uh, she, it was Friday. She had a, a white blood cell counts were good, well, good as they can be. And then they told her her hemoglobin was low, but they gave her a shot. But I bought some of that bone marrow, uh, ancestral bone marrow. Is that good? Will that oh, help with that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And having, okay. with everything cool. she's going through, low hemoglobin is a pretty common occurrence. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just, like I said, she just, you know, I, they was, I was like, you don't want to keep getting shots and shots and shots. I said, we've got to just start working on, so I yeah, got her on like the bone broth and then perfect. that goes up, those uh, bone marrow. I just wanted to make sure I was well, going in the right direction with them. Absolutely. Good job. All right. That's all I really got. All right. I'll let you go if you got to get on the road. Be safe. Right. We'll do. Right. Thanks Later. for the call. All right. We've got some calls coming in. We're uh, we're screaming, <laughs> screaming. I'll be screaming in a minute. We're screening those, so uh, looks like enough calls to probably take me right through to the top of the hour. We'll uh, we'll get to those here. Like I said, I um, I didn't have a lot today. I, I've got a lot on my mind after um, after this trip. A lot of really really good things happened on this trip, no doubt about that. Uh, I got to see and spend time with uh, a lot of our industry partners and. Um, Got to spend a lot of time with Nastic. There, there's, uh, I need to just um, kind of get home, rest. Now, I will warn you ahead of time. I haven't looked at the holiday schedule yet, but I plan on taking at least a full week off of the show before the end of this year. I haven't really taken a lot of time off lately, and this trip, um, I, it, it doesn't feel like I've had a day off this whole trip. Weekends, I'm usually either driving or trying to catch up on a lot of stuff and working through the weekends and meetings. And so um, once the holidays get here, which we're really down to a couple weeks now, uh, I'm going to look at the schedule and, and uh, probably take one full week off from the show. And a lot of that is to, it, it's not that I won't be working at all. I will be. But a lot of it will be really kind of outlining and planning next year because we've got a lot going on. Let's uh, let's go to Indiana, Jeff. Welcome. Hey, I did a uh, unintentional, unexpected uh, sixty-eight and a half hour fast. Um, I've never done that before. Anything more than twenty-four hours, I just it, things were busy, things were going on. I wasn't hungry. And it just kind of happened. So I don't know what, I've never done that, read about it. Any feedback on something like that? You know, I've done a lot of reading on fasting. I've experimented with it. I, I and I've said this a lot, I don't do really long extended fasts. And I, I don't because I really don't feel all that great when I do it. A 24-hour fast, I usually do feel better when it's over. 48 hours for me is a long fast. And I've seen people do, you know, 72. I've seen people do seven days or longer. 
I, I don't know. Um, I haven't seen a ton of evidence that there's there's a, a lot of benefit to the extended fasting. You can end up with some nutritional deficiencies, depending on how long you do it and what your nutritional status was like before you started. So I don't I really don't talk a lot about long fast. If people like doing them and they feel like they're getting some benefit from them, then they should. I I tend to do the the 18-6 fast every day, and then if I'm not feeling good or, you know, I've done it a couple times on this trip right now, I, I might just do a 24-hour fast, and that that's that's about it for me. Yeah, like I said, it was unintentional. I, I, I ate uh, two ground beef burgers with uh, eggs and bacon on uh Wednesday night, and I woke up, and I just I wasn't hungry. I just never, I didn't get around to it till Saturday afternoon. I mean, I never planned on it. I thought there's it, no way I could ever go <laughs> 24 hours. It just kind of happened. So, it, look, there's even if you're talking about long fast, five or seven days, I don't think there's any danger in it whatsoever. And most of the people that I see do it say they feel better while they're doing it. So you should do it. I've tried longer fast. I don't feel good. Uh, 48 hours to me is is quite a long time. 24 hours is no big deal. I mean, I could do a 24-hour fast just about any time. When you eat like this, it's not hard. And I do tell sure. people, if, if you're not hungry, don't eat. Uh, yeah, I just wasn't, and yeah. I, it was surprising yeah. that usually, you know, I can go to eighteen six, and I just I wasn't hungry, and then I went to bed and I woke up and wasn't hungry, and I'm like, okay, maybe this afternoon, and I wasn't, and I, so I don't think I'll ever do it again unless I just don't get hungry. But I've been doing this for three years now, and carnivore, strictly carnivore for a year, and just all of a sudden it hit me that hmm, I'm not hungry, so just yeah. not going to eat. Now Never that, got around to it. Yeah, and and especially if you're not hungry, then go ahead and fast. But, it, you know, if, if, if you're pushing the fast and you're not feeling good, but you're trying to get some random number that you decided you should get to, I, I'm not sure I see the point. Right. Yeah, that's why I was 68 and a half. I said I could have gone 72, and then it would have been three days, and then I could have gone to bed, and then it would have been 84. But what's the point? I was hungry, and I was out, and I ate. So. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel. So, All right, well, have a safe trip home, and get home to your chickens, and we'll uh, listen to you in the, tomorrow or t- listen today and next week, this week. All right, thanks for the call. All right, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to getting home. There's no doubt. Got a couple more hard days left and then uh looking forward to just kind of hunkering down at home and working on the 2024 plan and and just uh i do need a little bit of a break it's been a while let's um let's go to virginia steve welcome to the program is that me kevin it is go ahead oh i didn't hear a beep (laughs) okay all right uh yeah I think I sent it to you in Messenger, uh, but the uh, new study that came out, uh, mainstream media obviously is downplaying it, but uh, they found that 25 to 30 percent of people that took the mRNA vaccines had the mRNA was making spikes other than the spikes for just the COVID, uh, and those folks have those spikes running around their bodies. That's why we're getting later on more and more people are having issues out a ways. You know, the long-term testing, we're, you know, everybody that 
took it is one of the test subjects, whether they like it or not. Uh, you know, there was no long-term testing. And, uh, but they, you know, like the, these were some of the foremost, uh, researchers, uh, that are mainstream. These aren't the, these aren't the quote unquote anti-vaxxers that they like to, they like to talk about. So, uh, but the media is not, they're not highlighting it. So, is this uh, the same? I don't know if you've seen it yet. I, I saw a study the other day. I didn't have time to really dig into it, but I kind of grazed through it quickly. It was pointing out the fact that there's clear evidence now that anybody with the vaccine, the more doses you got, the worse this was, that they're seeing an awful lot of autoimmune conditions. And that would be exactly yeah. what you would expect if the if this thing is building proteins then those proteins are in our bloodstream that's what our our immune system sees and if those proteins look anything like any of our organs that's how we end up with an autoimmune condition if that protein looks like a protein in your joints you could end up with rheumatoid arthritis if it ends up looking like the proteins in your thyroid you'll end up with an autoimmune thyroid condition and there seems to be an awful lot yeah. of that going on, and now the evidence seems to be that it is vax-related. Yeah, lot, lots of lots of uh, blood issues, the coagulation. Uh, you know, they and they. I actually saw one the other day that was shocking. They actually had the they had the MRI of the chest of the guy. They saved him. They had to go into his lungs. He had he, all the blood. All the blood. Uh, he had so many blood clots in his lungs. The MRI picked them up. It looked like snakes running through his lungs. They had to go into his uh, his his veins and suck those out. And then they showed the picture so, of what they sucked out. That, so I, that's I, just you know crazy and amazing. Uh, you know, you think about all the uh, you know all the uh, you know think about the brain there with all the you know all the strokes. Uh, Jamie Foxx. You know, obviously, man, the man is as healthy looking as anybody ever was out there. You know, and all of a sudden, you know, he has he has strokes and all kinds of issues with uh, clotting in the brain. And now he's, you know, he's not saying anything. But a whole lot of people, I think, don't want to say anything. They don't want to look like they're, uh, you know, they're blaming it on the vaccine. But I'm sure things like that are, are related in some way. And um, but I, I don't know when people are going to. Yeah, at least wake up and say, you know what? We really need to find out what's what's happening long term. So they are you know, not just uh, not. They've always tried to downplay this and say, oh, that's that's not true, and those kind of cases have always happened. You're just pointing them out now, but not exaggerating. I bet I follow 15 different accounts on X that constantly post about sudden deaths. Now, they're not posting about cancers yep. or they are posting primarily about sudden, unexplained deaths in young people. Then we had the whole movie, Died Suddenly, where they showed all those blood clots that were being taken out. And, and if any of this stuff is being faked, it should be really, really easy to debunk this stuff. Then on top of that, we've got all the cases now. People are documenting turbo cancers. We have all the, the, the case now of documented, uh, documenting a, an increase in autoimmune conditions and giving an explanation of how the VAX could be responsible for that. We've got crazy government data yes. that came out of yes, New Zealand. Yes, New Zealand yeah. has some of the all best numbers on death 
for all causes. Oh yeah, and it points directly yep. to and the they were, vax. They were they were the most vaccinated country in the world, I believe. And uh, I believe the, they had the highest percentage. The guy that leaked that data has already been arrested. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So well, that I mean that tells you they you know it's got to be they they have to it has to be totalitarianism for this to work. Um, and, and, you know, now they're wanting to do all of the other vaccines, including all of the vaccines your dogs must take as mRNA vaccines. It's a lot cheaper to do mRNA than it is regular vaccines. Oh, imagine and that. So, you know, now, now think about the animals now going forward. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's like my, my wife is always insists on her flu shop. I made her shop around and find one that wasn't an mRNA because that's most of the ones they're doing this year flu shots this year, mRNA. And, um, you know, Dr. McCullough, Dr. Dr. Malone, and I think they both had a hand in in, um, in, in making, in inventing that mRNA technology. They said, no, 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 no. So I, I kind of like what, you know, I, I, those guys know more about it. I kind of I like what they, uh, you know, the way they are. Well, but, uh, yeah, I, like I say, I, I, you know, I just, mainly I shoot you stuff through Messenger. I think I sent that. If I didn't, I'll try to send it through. I think it might be the one you're talking about. It was a very, very well-done study, uh, and they can't complain about it being, you know, from people that uh, have no credibility. Because these were well, all their mainstream scientists. And, and here, here's uh, they the other thing. To, to just, just dispute any of these and prove them wrong. Why? What? That should not That's be it. difficult to do. And yet th- there's no attempt made to prove any of this wrong. No. The, the only thing they do is just try it's to attack. shut it down so you don't see it. Yeah. Attack, attack, attack. And, and, and you know, like I say, just reduce the credibility of whoever's whoever's doing it. But right. But it's yeah, I, I, I think the people out here are a lot smarter. Uh, and, 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 you know, and I just don't think, uh, I just, I just think it's run its course. Pfizer right now, but one of the, one of the things, one of the things that said in there, and this is one thing in the study, it said, and Dr. Dr. McCullough, they actually went the story went to Dr. McCullough. There's one thing in there that makes that, that thing last for months on the end, not on the shelf, but in the refrigerator. All right. It's, you know, it, it makes, I can't think of the name, but it's some chemical if they took that one chemical out, it would improve it greatly as far as not causing the problem. And they won't do it because that you know they'd have to throw away too much vaccine because it keeps it stable for like four or five months. And you know, no nothing like that should have should be on a in a refrigerator for four or five months and go in somebody's body. Yeah, it, exactly. It shouldn't happen. But it's all about money with Pfizer, obviously. So, but uh, like I say, we, if, at some point, I, I see it. I see the tide changing. I really do. People that were gung ho about it before are just not saying anything now. Yeah. So, so. Hey, um, but uh, well, we appreciate you. And hey, everything you're doing. So. Hey, um, you might want to turn the news on. I'm seeing some um, news come across the wire right now. China initiates massive cyber attack on United States infrastructure. Oh man, <laughs> that's scary. Sounding. Yeah, that's. It's, I, I worry about that. I worry about EMFs. I worry about a, a lot of things, a lot more than uh, than than yeah, than the than the than the, uh, the the viruses. Now they're 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 still doing the viruses. The, you know, EcoHealth Solutions. Uh, they're still getting hundreds of millions, tens of millions of dollars from the government, and they're still doing it. Not just at Wuhan, but at other places too. So, 
Yeah, I mean, you're, they're, they're, you know, they're playing with Mother Nature. They're playing with God uh, with all this stuff they're doing, and it ain't going. It's not going to end well. Yeah, yeah, I can tell you. Uh, yeah. Bill Gates may get his, his, he, he may get his wish to depopulate the earth quicker than he thinks. The way yeah. they're doing. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't like the sounds of China messing around in uh, in our infrastructure. No, no, not at all. So that sounds bad. Uh, but uh, keep an eye on yeah, that. Yep, yeah, it does. Alrighty. All right, all that's right. all I got. All right. Yeah, that uh, that's just coming across the wire right now. I have no other details. But when I see China and massive cyber attack, um, that's concerning. If you don't have cash and you're traveling on the road, you should definitely have cash. That that's one of the big issues that they could uh, they could take down our banking system. If they take down the power grid at all in an area, that is really devastating. But if they take down the uh, financial systems, that can create a lot of havoc as well. We'll keep an eye on that today. Let's, uh, let's take a couple more calls here. Let's go to Tennessee. Wesley, welcome. Hey, Kevin. How are you doing? Good. Good. What's on your mind today? Uh, this is a good class on Friday. Um, he definitely kept us busy. We didn't get a chance to chat a whole lot with too many people. Now, even lunch but, was uh, quick. Yeah, lunch was fast. Um, I'll tell you, though, the last thing I wanted to do is show up at that class with you there in my 379. <laughs> <laughs> you know, honestly, I don't even pay attention to that kind of stuff. I don't even think about it. Yeah. I really don't. There, there were trucks all over. I don't really pay attention to whose truck's whose. Or <laughs> my, my mind's usually so occupied during stuff like that. Yeah. Well, it was good. I uh, I uh, owe you credit for, for getting my own authority 10 years ago, and I just want to tell you that, you know, I'm doing a deal. I got customers. and Excellent. Um, I'm hauling. I got loads that, through a broker. One of my best customers is a broker, and uh, I'm still, you know, every he loads me every Monday. Fantastic. I'm on my way to pick up one of his loads now, and, you know, it's it's pushing $3 a mile still. So those, those relationships with those loads before they hit the boards are, are definitely real. You know, that, um, that this time seems a little different um, from other the other downturns that I've seen. That contracted freight, and not necessarily so much at the big end of the market with the big carriers, but guys like you that, that you know, kind of have some dedicated stuff or, you know, stuff they pull all the time or a couple brokers they work for. Those rates seem to be staying much stronger than they have in the past. Yeah, they haven't. They haven't really changed. They, uh, it, it, one thing that's interesting that we don't talk about much is it's not just the broker's relationship with the shipper. It's the broker's relationship with the shipper's customer, too. And that's what's keeping him on this freight is they they need the they need the communication between the shipper's customer and the broker and the and the customers are requesting this broker and the guys he sends to them. Yeah, yeah. There, it seems to me so, like there are a lot of shippers this time that could go out and get cheaper rates, but they don't seem to be doing it. Right. That's a good sign. Well, they tried. Yeah, they tried and. Uh, and he he had a hard time this year holding on to it, but it, it, that's what it was. It was that other that further relationship that kept him in there. Yeah. But um. Good. Good. Other than that, I'm just looking to uh, cut some costs. I'm seeing a lot of opportunity right now. A lot of equipment going on for sale, and uh, yeah, trying to do the deal, you know. So. Sure is. But it was good to see you, and I'll uh, let you go for now. 
All right. Yeah, it was great seeing you there. Like I said, I wish I, um, I wish we would have had more time to spend with everybody, but the day just went so fast. Uh, I didn't even eat lunch. They only took like 25 minutes for lunch, and they brought it right into the room, so it was easy. I had to actually take a break. I went out to the coach. I had to get some uh, some work done, and um, it went fast. And then right after, I had a meeting, so I just didn't get to spend as much time with um, with the tribe as I wanted to. Let's uh, let's go to Ohio. Paul, welcome. Thanks, Kevin. What can um, I help you with today? So here's here's the situation. I'm currently sitting in a hospital room. Um, they are trying to remove my gallbladder. They're not giving me an option, but they made the mistake of delaying it. It was diagnosed as having gallstones, and their automatic response is to pull it. What they, can I do to break up those gallstones and save it? Did they tell you how many or how big? They did not. And have they tested any of them at all? No. Yeah, so nothing to test. They haven't told you anything. Uh, it, it sounds like maybe they were... Just trying to treat it as like an emergency, but then they postponed it? Yeah, I, I came in in the emergency room, doubled over, throwing up the whole nine yards. I knew what it was as soon as I got here because I'd ruled out everything else. I thought originally heartburn, you know, heartburn medication didn't work. It's like, okay, well, I have no options. It's got to be a gallbladder. I need to get into the hospital so I can at least get the pain taken care of, and then I can figure out what my options are from there. I came in and they treated it like it was an emergency, but they don't do emergency surgery on a gallbladder on the weekend. Today's Monday. Their schedule's full. They're going to send me home and delay it. I'm going to try and take that opportunity to try to save the gallbladder. Okay. I remember everything so, you've always said was if you can save it, save it. <laughs> so there is a protocol. We have some supplements. It is definitely worth saving. And as long as they said, you know, we don't do emergency surgery on the weekend, um, that's almost kind of funny. Uh, well, it can't be much of an emergency yeah. then, uh, really. Um, that, that's how I look at it. You, you know, you want to do emergency surgery on it, but you don't. You don't. We don't do it on the weekends. Emergency yeah. surgery, right? And, and we don't do emergencies on the weekend. And then Monday comes around, and we're going to send you home and delay it. So that tells me it's not dangerous. So you can take some time. So I don't put the entire gallbladder protocol out. Um, I will tell you that immediately you should start drinking um, acidic stuff in your water, lemon juice, lime juice, apple cider vinegar. Those will actually start to dissolve it. That's not the whole protocol. Okay. We have some supplements for this. Uh, I, I would recommend the uh, e either a good functional medicine doctor, if you want to work with a doctor on this, or if you just want to work through the protocol, you could do that in the coaching program as well. I'll probably try to do both. I know the coaching I can get right away, and it might take me a while to find the right doctor. Yeah, we'll have a uh, we'll have a. Do we have a? I think this week is a trucking, but I, I would take a health question in a case like this, even though it's trucking. Right. That's the nice thing. Everybody's paying for both programs, so um, we could do that on Thursday. Okay. But that's what I would recommend. Start start. You know the acidic drinks lemon or lime juice or apple cider vinegar in your water, lots of water, um, stay very hydrated, and um, that'll get started on this, and then we could um, start the protocol Thursday. Awesome. Uh, who do and I it, get in touch with for that? Um, I'm going to put you back on hold, and um, 
Morgan okay. will help you out right now. And make sure, uh, Morgan, make sure I get the notes on this prior to Thursday because I need to put the protocol together for him. So we will do that. I'm going to put you back on hold right now. Morgan can pick up and we'll get that uh, taken care of. In the meantime, I'll take our final call in Texas. <clears throat> Paul, good morning. Howdy. What's on your mind today? Um, well, a couple of things now, but Steve said Bill Gates is dancing with God. He's dancing with the devil, I think. So, yeah, so. he sure is. So on Saturday, my wife and I, we went and visited a rest home. To keep her occupied, she likes sewing. She, she makes these little coat bags, and we, we just go to the rest home or wherever and dish them out, give them to people. So people that are in a walker or a wheelchair, you know, they always trying to stuff a can in a drink or an orange or something. It's hard to walk with a walker when you only put one hand on it. Yeah. So we show up there at the, at the veterans' home. We took 100 of these tote bags. You know, we know it's going to be military people, so American flag material and camo for the Army guys, just stuff like that. Yeah. So we get there and ask a staff member, tell them what we got going on and everything. And they just finished. So the lady I told them to say, got these tote bags, you can put your hip flask in there or your pistol or your orange or so we just sum out there and then we end up in the dining room. The crap they serve those people. Yeah. They're just trying to kill them. Isn't it awful? It, yeah, just sugar and pasta and... Because one guy is really friendly, talkative. When we, we'd seen him in the activity room and then he left and he'd gone up to the dining room. When we walked in there, he'd been talking to my wife quite a bit. But as soon as he'd seen her, he's like, Marilyn, here, hey, come and join us for lunch. No, we'll, we'll pass. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh... So... About two and a half hours later, we left the rest home, but we dished out all these little tote bags. So nice. I guess that was our good deed for the day. But Yeah, there you go. I couldn't, be I couldn't believe the crap they serve them. It's like, oh, look at that. Sugar on it sugar. and just off. Low, low fat. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, God, look, some of these people are not healthy. You know, they're obese and they're in wheelchairs. It's like... Yeah, give them another piece of cake, kill them earlier. Looks yeah. like what they're trying to do to me, but, but that's about all I got today. All Just right. simple. All right. Then it was Christmas, thought I'd pay it forward. So. There you go. Your good deed. We, we need to do more of that. All right. We, uh, we are going to wrap this up. That's our hour for today. Uh, I'm going to get on the road. There's snow on the ground. I've got a lot of driving to do. I've got a lot to do in the next couple of days. So, uh, and I want to make sure I do try to get the live show in every day. It may be a little shorter, uh, but we'll get it done. So we'll see you back here tomorrow for the Power Hour. Be safe, be profitable, be fit and healthy. Always do the hard work and master the journey.